Alright y'all, I'm back again. I ain't did a podcast in a while. I'm just getting y'all with repeats and shit like that, you know. And um, the dark confessions. Just hitting y'all with that. So before we jump into this, go ahead and um, click on the link and go check out one of my audio books. You know, the link is in the description thing and stuff like that. I don't know. Y'all, when you play this, you'll see it. You'll, you should see some links and all that stuff. Just click on one of them or you on Spotify already. Just put in Warm at Fat and Books and, you know, Warm at Fat and then hear audio books. So anyway, I'm just saying this, you know, just pretty much answering people's questions. That's all I ever do, answer people's questions to the best of my know-how. So... People ask me, like, when they cheat, why they always cheat with a downgrade? Not necessarily 100% cheat without downgrade, but the ones that do. You be like, you cheating on me with this motherfucker that ain't even worth it. After all the ups and downs and all that shit that y'all went through or we went through. You be like, man, this the motherfucker you choose? If you're going to cheat, you should cheat up. Don't cheat down. These motherfuckers that you cheating with, what they be cheating with, don't even be worth. You be looking at it when you find out who they is. You be like, how the fuck you leave from me to that? Damn you corny. Damn you lame as hell. Then you start questioning yourself. Since I've been with this corny, lame ass motherfucker, does that make me corny and lame too? I can't believe I gave this type of motherfucker my time and energy and effort and all that stuff. Spending and investing in they lame ass. Then you were like, damn. Then come to fast forward, they going jumping through all the monkey ass hoop for this off-brand ass person. You were like, damn, I had to you know, pull teeth just to get you to take the fucking trash out. I had to goddamn, goddamn murder somebody for you to wash the fucking dishes. I had to goddamn go on a goddamn mission and drive a fucking tank across the damn desert just for you to get the goddamn hair out the sink, clean the bathtub. But when I find out you over here on the other side with this other off-brand ass person doing A through Z and giving no complaints and you show, I mean, like you just do it, just no complaints, no argument, no back talk, no none of that shit. And you over there doing it. So, what I come to find out is this. In the early stages, yes, they're going to do all that monkey-ass shit trying to impress the person with the shit that you taught them. They're always going to cheat with a motherfucker that it ain't really worth shit. Either, see, the thing is, they're looking for someone to abuse or someone that's going to be abusive. That's what they look for. They're looking for someone to abuse or someone to be abusive. The reason why I say that is because it is. People want dominance and control. Or they want to feel or be dominant. I mean, dominant. They want somebody to dominate them and control them. The reason why, one, the first one is the reason why they want dominance and control is because they have power. They want the authority to do things. On the flip side of that is this. If they don't want to be held accountable for their action and you know, they don't want no responsibilities, no nothing, like nothing is my fault. They want someone to step in and take 
control. So therefore, they're looking for someone to dominate or someone to take, you know, do the dominance and, you know, you know, take control. They want control or they want someone to take control. That's what they're looking for. So you'll be like, well, how in the hell they go over there and do A through Z? Because they find them, you know, according to them, they find a little off-brand painkiller that, you know, that gives them control or they dominating them. It's one of the two. So don't scratch your head or beat yourself up over that. You just learn from it. Just like, you know what? I learned a good lesson. God, show me your true colors. This is what you really want to do. Most people make up all sorts of excuses to go cheat and all that stuff. Like, well, I wasn't getting the love I deserve in a relationship. Or I wasn't getting A through Z. Or, you know, my mama raped me as a little child. What a little excuse they dumb shit they come up with. You know, like, well, my grandma throw holy water on me when I was asleep as a baby. and she, I mean, they come up all sorts of excuses to go cheat. Before they come up, they do anything, they always come up with that excuse first. What you should do, I know this is going to sound hella crazy, accept it. See them for what they really is. Don't, don't try to, like, come up with no excuse. Don't come up with none of that shit. See them as they are. A lying-ass cheater. Most people are like, okay, well, they're a narcissist. they this and they that. Who gives a fuck about all that? They, they... Okay. So, they... The, the thing is, they don't have a high desire in you. They want to go cheat. And they're not going to know the, the rules and the regulation that you set in the relation, the relationship that you have with them. Have with them. They're not going to do. So all that calling them a narcissist and all that stuff, man, throw that shit out the window. Because none of y'all know certified doctors to diagnose these people to say they're a narcissist. Nine times out of ten, and mostly women saying that goofy ass shit. Well, they are narcissists. No, pretty much they don't want your ass. Unless they've been diagnosed with a narcissist, you know, diagnosed with that shit. Then, yeah, they, they that shit. But unless they went to an actual hospital and talked to an actual doctor and said they're a narcissist and they diagnosed with the symptoms and all that shit, man, stop calling people a damn narcissist. You're like, well, they have the, you know, the characteristics of a narcissist. I have a characteristics of a serial killer, but I ain't never killed, killed, killed nobody. I have the characteristics of a psychopath. I really do. After I look it up and Googling and all that stuff, I have the same characteristics. But I don't hurt nobody. I don't do none of that old goofy shit that psychopaths do. So, therefore, unless a, a damn actual doctor said, Hey, Warren, you are a psychopath. I'm not no psychopath. You know, just say, I'm, I'm just using this as an analogy. Just say, like a little kid, a little, you know, kid playing Little League French Fry. He, you know, football or so. He got the characteristics of an athlete and all that stuff like that. But he can just be doing that for that game. But he can hate goddamn football. I know damn well when I was doing that shit, I didn't really like that shit. I just did it because, you know, they say it was cool to do. But I'm not an athlete. You know, I might look like an athlete because I work out all the time. 
But when it comes to doing athletic stuff, I don't do. I mean, I, don't, I ain't no fucking athlete. I can look the part, but I'm not that. There's a lot of motherfuckers that look the part, have the characteristics of it, but they're not that. Now, let's use rappers and, and want to be gangsters. They might look the part, might even like the part, but they're not gangsters until somebody really, really gangster come around, then you see the difference. So, I hear calling people narcissists and all that stuff. When a real-life narcissist see that shit, they laugh at the shit. It's funny. Because real-life narcissists, they love attention. You know, they real-life evil motherfuckers. You, mo- you mainly find them, you know, in jail. You know, or, you know, at the CEO of a business or some shit like that. You know, according to, you know, the internet... Narcissistic people are happy people. So, a lot of people want to buck against that part. Like, no, they're not. They're not happy. No, no, according to, if you're going to read the whole thing, read it all. According to the researchers and stuff like that, they say narcissistic people are normally happy people. So, now you see on the internet, you see motherfuckers like, oh, the narcissist is going to die. Suffer forever. They never get all of you. Man, your mama a narcissist. They don't give a fuck about all that shit that you talking. If it ain't concerning them, you think they really care. But anyway, the moral of the story is this. Those people don't care. When they monkey brand to the off-brand ass people, they're always going to be a downgrade. Somebody that you know less than you, don't be surprised. Because water seek to his own level. Now, if your ex monkey brands to someone better and stuff like that, you should be like, well, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Good. Cause I damn sure wasn't going to do the shit that that other person going to do. I damn sure wasn't going to do it. If they make your life better, good. Don't hate on them. And all. I wish them karma and all that stuff. Man, look. Karma is to come balance out things. Karma don't come because you feel a certain way. Like, I did A through Z for that person, and they monkey branch to someone else. Okay. I mean, that don't mean they did you wrong, though. Just If they like if they cheated and did some old cunning, nasty-ass shit to go over there to lead the relationship, then, yeah, they got that coming to them. But if they like, okay, well, this relationship is not working out for A through Z, and we need to separate or something like that, and they leave your ass and go to something better, they're not going to get no fucking karma. Once again, it's mainly women be doing that shit because they be, women be, how they say, they, their word, they use, they scorn. You know, and most women, I learned from throughout life, most women can't take rejection. So therefore, they always wish, and, you know, for someone downfall because they feel a certain way. But that shit don't add up to reality. The reality is the person don't want you no more and you probably never going to see them again. And all that shit that you hoping and wishing they downfall pretty much never going to fucking happen. It's never going to happen. You know, like, okay, well, what about karma? Karma, if if you believe, really believe in karma, really believe in that shit, there'll be a whole lot of dead ass people that be, you know, suffering around here. What about the president? Let's use the president for example. Didn't he kill a lot of people? Didn't he send bombs and blow up shit? He sent troops off to die. 
but they living on a ranch playing golf somewhere. Where his come at? People be saying all sorts of shit because they hurt. The reality is, there ain't none of that shit that you hoping and wishing for gonna happen. The reality is, the person that you watching and you know that you used to be in love with don't want you no more. They don't move on with some old off-brand ass person. Who that off-brand ass person? Some off-brand ass person that your ex picked. So the thing is, you gotta accept it. Move on. Remember, they're not yours. You had your turn with them. Your turn is over. So it's time to move on. Time to go to the next chapter of your life. That's the reality of it. Harsh, I know, but that's life. That shit ain't fair. Ain't nobody said this shit gonna be fair. That's the way it worked. That's the way the cookie crumbled. You know, once again, let me say it again, because one lady comment on my channel talking, I like the way the other coaches talk. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. The reason is this. They're like, well, is my ex thinking about me? Do it look like they thinking about you? They don't call. They don't do shit. They don't text. That means you're not a priority to them. You're not important. So, therefore, they're not thinking about you. They occupy with someone else. So, where the fuck you fit in at? They moving on. They not, their life is not paused thinking about what somebody else is thinking about. So, therefore, no, they're not thinking about you. They moving. It's clear fucking day. It's clear as fucking day. They don't fuck with you. Don't other coaches ain't going to tell you this shit. But I'm going to tell you this shit because I care. And I live this shit. Don't people not going, they're not thinking about you. If you come back and within 30 days talking about something, well, I'm here to rekindle where we left off at. They're going to look at you like you fucking stupid. Because remember, relationships is all about power. It's all about power. And if, when you, every time you go to them looking and hoping for a relationship, all you're doing is giving your power away. Because at the end of the day, when you go to them, you they have to make the decision like, okay, do I want this person back or not? They can clearly say fucking no. Or they can say, well, I can entertain this person just to get some sex and money or, or something out this person, some attention, and just get that shit, then let you down again. That's what. That's the reason for on and off relationship. Then I heard another dude like, well, okay, well, after a few months, I'll just check up on my ex and I'll make them earn me back. You sound fucking stupid, too. How the fuck you just going to come pop up back up in their life and say, well, you got to earn me? Like, motherfucker, you coming after me. That just like just say like the president of China. He can't come to like Brazil and say, hey, goddamn, jump on your toes and do A through Z for me. They're gonna like, hey, you in the wrong country for all that shit. You might can pull that shit in China, but you in Brazil. When you in Brazil, you do the rules of Brazil. So therefore, when you go to other people looking for, you know, them to come bow down to you, no, it don't work that way. That's why I say. They always have to come to you. When they come to you, you're in a position of power. We don't worry about people who don't worry about us. We don't want who don't want us. We want who wants us. So therefore, when they come to us, we're in a position of power to tell them yes or no. When you go to them, they're in a position of power to tell you yes or no. When you worry about them, think about them, concern about them, they are in a position of power. Because your mind is on them. They're not worried about you. They're not thinking about you. And it shows through their absence. Through their absence. And they're not calling you nor texting you. It shows. 
when people can go long periods of time without calling, texting, or doing anything to see how you're doing in life, to see if you're alive, it's showing you're not a priority. I don't give a fuck about you. It shows I can live life without you. So there you have it. There you have it. You know, it's, that's a pretty much the summing up. It's like, well, you can do no contact for so many, no contact forever. Well, your ex feel a certain way. Your ex don't feel shit. I don't broke up with people many, many, many fucking times. I don't, so many people I, I broke up with, I can't remember their fucking name. The truth is this. One day, your ex is going to become a stranger to you. They're going to become a fucking stranger to you. They're going to be a memory. You might see the same person in traffic or in a grocery store and walk right past them like, damn, I used to date that person. If you recognize them, like, damn, okay. That's the reality of life. Remember, if a person wants you, there is no fucking strategy. There is no strategy. If they want you, they're going to pursue you. You don't have to come up with no strategy. When they already like you, half the work already been done. All you got to do is show up with your present, be yourself, be cool, calm, collected, bada boom, bada bang. Most people are like, well, this is how you talk to them to rekindle yourself. Man, you shouldn't be walking on no eggshells to get no goddamn body back in your life. We don't beg and we don't plead to have nobody in our life. I've been doing this shit for years. Well, your ex feel this way. Fuck how they feel. Fuck how they feel. What do you feel? At the end of the day, who the most important person in a relationship or in any reaction? Them or you? Who the prize? Who the catch? If you chasing after them, they the prize. They the prize. You putting them on a pedestal. But anyway, let me start rambling on. You know, because a lot of people don't like what I got to say. I know my shit ain't popular. Because they're like, nah, one, we don't like that shit you saying. You saying, damn, when they when they break up, they're going to go out in the world and be a hoe. You think they not, man, they're going to go out in the world and experiment. That's what people do. They're going to leave from you. They're going to go fuck other people and experiment. They're going to try new things. Because different people, personalities bring out a different version of different people. Like, let's say like your ex hang around people that loud. Sooner or later, she going to become loud or he going to become loud. They're going to they gonna, gonna come out of them. You know, just say like your ex was shy. And they're going to hang around an outgoing ass person. Next thing you know, they might become a little bit more outgoing. Yeah. And you be like, how can they, why, why are they doing that with them? Because, you know, different people bring out different personalities in people. That's why. Stop worrying about them people and let a hoe be a hoe. And you can't save them. They're going to go do what a hoe going to do. And a lot of people are like, my ex ain't no hoe. Okay. Okay. All right. How many bodies they got? How many people they had sex with? You think you the first? Okay. Well, Ma, I was the first. You think you're the last? Come on. But anyway, if you'd like to get in contact with me, send me an email. I'm going to be here 20, 40 more years, you know, doing this. So with that being said, take care of yourself. Send me an email. Hold on, hold on. Send me an email if you want to have a consultation with me. My email is 
mcfadden.warren at gmail.com or you can text me on whatsapp the number is 1-706-346-4783 That's, let me say that again The number you can text me on whatsapp the number is 1-706-346-4783 also, check out my books. I'm not going to sugarcoat this shit ever. Ever, ever, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You motherfuckers be saying stupid shit for clicks and views. and Man, I don't give two fucks about a click or a view. That shit don't do nothing for me. Nothing. I'm like, hey, going to grocery store, guess what? I got clicks and views. They're like, I don't give a fuck about that. How you going to get this shit? By helping people... There, that's how you get your rewards. That's how you get that shit. You know, that's how you get your blessing. Find out a problem people have, come up with a solution for it. Just don't hand the shit out for free because sooner or later, people are not going to appreciate free stuff. Always put a value or a price on what you do. If you do things good, just don't just do it for free. What's free has no value. Put a price on that shit and sell that shit. Remember, this shit is to be sold. You know the rest. But with that being said, take care of yourself.